Hi, and welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast, where our hosts, Chris and Russ, discuss difficult topics live with their respective gaming communities on Facebook Gaming and Twitch. While they are not mental health professionals, they are truly passionate about allowing themselves to be vulnerable and having honest and open conversations about what some would consider taboo, such as how a tragedy or a broken relationship can inspire tremendous growth. While they understand some topics might be triggering for some, and that is not the intention, it is something they are aware of and sensitive to. From this place, they share their life experiences as well as practical strategies to overcome or embrace these circumstances in an effort to demonstrate that these conversations are vital for growth and healing. If you'd like to reach out to the show, please email Russ and Chris at vulnerablepodcast2 at gmail.com. That's vulnerablepodcast, the number two, at gmail.com. Welcome to Vulnerable, episode three. We're going to talk about loneliness tonight. And I am here with all of you wonderful people. <laughs> oh my god okay so if you're listening to the podcast you you don't have 20 minutes of um of context that we just spent trying to fix our audio issues Ah, <laughs> uh, no we didn't ever said please go for it okay so all that fun out of the way tonight originally as i, I was just telling chat earlier Originally, we wanted to talk about success because we we didn't want every conversation that we had to have just sort of a, I don't want to say negative, because vulnerability was our first topic and self-doubt was our second topic. Now, granted, yes, there, are neg- there were negative-ish stories, darker stories that went within that, um, but it wasn't, it's not the intention to make this a, a sort of dark um, conversation. However, we also want this to be really honest and how we proceed with this show. So Hammer brought to my attention last week that he wanted to, instead of doing a success, maybe talk about loneliness. So that's what we're gonna do tonight. And just as a warning, trigger warning, whatever, it is gonna become incredibly difficult. There's gonna be discussions about illness, substance abuse, um, suicide, suicidal ideation, stuff like that so just getting that out of the way um and with that welcome on in hammer take it away no i'm kidding what (laughs) what don't don't do it to me again but 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 loneliness is a thing that we all at some point of our lives have dealt with and it comes in so many different forms and this is i think why well not i think this is why it's so important because it does come in so many different forms it manifests in many different ways and we'll, we'll get into it we'll, we'll get into, but i will kick it off i will kick it okay. off so, you know this is kind of my thing so i i, I called or oh, i was talking to sid and I, I said to him um you know what let me let me let me see how i said that because I, I have a way of saying things yeah you do and i have a way of saying things and, and it it's never, hey, how are you? How was your day? You know, <laughs> no. it's never those kind of things. That's never how I start our conversations. Um, yes, I um, Yes, here it is. 
I, I asked them. I, well, I did say good morning this time. I actually did say good morning, and because nice. we were we were thinking about topics, and so I said another topic: loneliness. Um, what's up, Tim? And um, he was like, you know, sure, good one, because we were trying to get away from from onions. We didn't want to cut more onions. We was like, that's why we were doing success, and we was like, yeah. And so I was think, I said, I think I experienced that often, which is what prompted this. The suggestion, all for it, right? And so I then said, I tend to have a feeling that I really want to talk to somebody, but I don't have anything to say. Wait, hold on, people. I'm not moving because I, I clicked out of stuff. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, dear. Wait. Go streamer. All right, we're good. Now we're moving. And so the thing was, I want to talk to somebody, right? But I don't have anything to say. And... Of course, that's that's odd, right? What does that even mean? How do you want to talk to somebody and have nothing to say? The two of those don't really go together. But I, I, you know, at first I said, "Listen, it's nothing to the point of me wanting to do anything harmful." That's that, that's not it. We're not going down that road. But I think it stems from, and I know it does at this point, uh, loneliness. The fact of, and in my case, here we go. We'll just hop into it. In my case, one of the things with me was, and we touched on this briefly last week, is even though I can be surrounded by a bunch of people, I can feel like I'm by myself. And um, I'm in a situation where the um, a very important relationship, a very should have been stable kind of relationship that I'm in or was in. It's not what it could have been and put me in the place of being in with people, but feeling like I'm by myself. And I, and that was what I realized was the reason why I wanted conversation, but nothing to say. It was just for the, oh, wow. Okay. It was just for the sake of having somebody there. You know, I'm not one. This whole breathing on the phone, I can't stand it. That's not a thing for me. I call you, you breathe, I breathe. I can breathe on my own. I don't need to listen <laughs> to you breathe. That's just, that's weird, right? But it, it, was, it was simply the somebody being there is what I was looking for. And not just being there, but being present and being actually present, not just I'm here every now and again. I said, mm hmm, to let you at least think that I'm listening, but to actually listen. And then, even if there isn't, um, I won't say useful, but even if there's no um, feedback, just the fact to know that you are engaged and you're listening to what I have to say is what I was looking for. And in a lot of cases, uh, I, I didn't get that. In a lot of cases, it wasn't a thing. And so, it it and it's not and it's been over the course of years. Of course, this is not something that just happened yesterday, and I was all out of sorts. But something that's been going on over the course of several, quite a few years actually, and it put me in that place where I kind of have. To, I feel like I don't have to, but I feel like I needs. I need. Well, let me back up. We all need that interaction, right? We all need that interaction. But sometimes I feel like I long for it more because when I wanted it or needed it, it was unavailable. 
and now, of course, those things that you deal with, the, the, the tough things like this, they don't get better with time. They don't just, oh, look, this is so wonderful. Now we're all good. It usually tends to go the opposite way. Like, oh, my God, it's getting worse when undealt with, which is why we're having this conversation. And as to the point, we need to have this conversation out in the open because mm. yeah, when you don't have it out in the open, you we t- we tend, I tend to make it worse not having this conversation out because then it's me and we go into self-dial and stuff like that. So that's kind of how this came to be. Um, you know, we had a case study last week, which was me. Mm. Um, we have a case study again, which is me, but it's not just me this time. No, just, it's not just not just me this time. Um, but, you know, that's kind of where we kind of h- how we got to this point. It's kind of how we uh, landed in this uh, patch of onions that we haven't started peeling yet. Patch um, of onions, yes. that's new. I like it. Uh huh. <laughs> it's it's a, it's we're not just cutting them. We're in the patch, we're baby. In the whole patch. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. I'm I'm ready. Let's go. Let's dig. So, so nice. So that's what we. That, that's that's kind of where I am. So do you want to, um, you do you want to take it from there? Or you want me to kind of keep going? What do you want to do? Tell me what you want to do. Oh. Well, so typically when we have this conversation, we sort of define our terms, right? Vulnerability, self-doubt, loneliness, right? I feel like loneliness probably doesn't need definition more than it already is on the surface. Um, So I suppose we we can dive into our sort of, I hate saying this, case studies individually, and we can like start with yours, explore it for a while, and then walk into mine doesn't matter to me, um, but I. I'll start first. Yeah, go ahead. Let's kick it off. Me, it, it, was your, it was your idea in the first place. Please kick it off. Yeah, he always puts stuff on me. Um, so, like I said, um, going back to last week, I know that we talked about me um, being sort of an outcast, being some sort of somewhat of the black sheep of a lot of the circles I was in. I mentioned before that my brother, who was 10 years older than me, when it came to my family, he was the popular one. I was the one that made people uncomfortable. And so we'd go to family outings and things like that. And I would be amongst them, but felt like I was by myself. You know, the interaction at times were, was minimal, um, strained at best for some people. Um, and you can feel that. You know when somebody is being genuine and when they're just kind of tolerating you. And a lot of times I felt like I was tolerated. I felt like they, they interacted because we were family. I was there. And so they had to do that. Whereas they whereas in a situation where they wanted to, where they were actively, actively seeking to, you know, interact, they were going out of their way to, you know, include me. I mean, there were many times that, they would have family gatherings and I, and and I wouldn't know. Everybody else knew. And I didn't know. And I'm like, so, and, and then it was, well, we don't see you. Well, you don't come around. Well, how am I supposed to, how, how is it that, you know, I, I don't know. You didn't send, you didn't send a smoke signal. I didn't have a carrier pigeon. I mean, I'm not supposed to just know this. Just wait, wait, somebody's thinking of something. 
it's going to be uh 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 wait i see it you may the 19th mm-hmm. at at 2 15 and 39 seconds and i need to be there how am i supposed to know that right and then i show up and it's like hey how are you <laughs> You know, hope that you're good. For everybody and then I, see, I need you to, again. I need to, I need to explain that Hammer just did a really uncomfortable. Oh, hey, he's here. Kind of <laughs> wave to this camera. There, it was great. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. And 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 again, you you know that it's not genuine. You know that it's not. And then, so then you're trying to okay, well, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm just going to do me, and have fun with if need be just me you know so you try to interact you know and you don't and that happened to me a lot and then i go to school and the thing of in my middle school and my first year of high school i went to i was in a, a very small town that uh called red springs um we had a few stoplights just a few but if you take too many turns you'd have no clue where you are because you're out of the city and most of my family was there and most of my extended family was there. So a lot of people that I dealt with family um, and even some weren't, but I was still the one that stood out. I was still the one that stuck out like any kind of thumb, really <laughs> sore or not. I'm the one that's just stuck out and I was isolated within the group. And I, it's it, it it made me feel like, well, again, well, what's wrong with me? How is it that I am accepted, air quotes, into this group, into this circle, but then also rejected from this group, from this circle at the very same time? I mean, how do you do both? You can't be accepted and rejected at the same time. We accept you on the surface, but reject you in actuality. And so I'm with you, but I know that I'm alone. And any everybody, you know, we all strive for this human interaction, this human, you know, connection. And then you're faking this. It's 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 faking it. And anything fake, anything plastic, anything phony, at some point, it becomes it, it's revealed. Right. At some point, you know exactly what's happening. And very early on, I became aware of this. And so I'm I'm longing. Here we go. I'm longing. I'm striving already. Right. I'm striving for desiring all of those kind of words that I'm looking for. This, you know, I'm, I'm wanting I'm wanting this and it's not happening. And the more I go along the more that I try, the further apart I feel like I am. And so then it came to a point where I'm like, you know what? Cool. Cool. You don't have to have me. And that's okay. You know, I wasn't, when, 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 <laughs> on November 15th, 1987, at 1.26 in the morning, you were not born with me. I came out by myself, far as I'm aware. And it so sense, sure. You know, and so from there, that tells me I don't have to have you. You know, however that sounds, I don't have to have you. And so I would, you know, so then I just go on 
without you. But that doesn't mean that I still didn't desire that that connection. Then I got into a different kind of relationship. One where it's supposed to be you and me against the world, right? We're taking on the entire world, me and you. Nothing else matters. And even in that, it was <laughs> you against the world, me against the world, and then you against me. And so now, even within this that's supposed to be, it's not. For whatever reason, you know, for a number of reasons, whether your expectations were not met, you thought it would be something else, you weren't ready, whatever it is, it's not that. And so now here we are again. And so I, it puts me in a place where I, I'm doing all that I can in order to try to be accepted, to try to be welcomed in a sense to what it's supposed to be. And it, and it just doesn't happen. And honestly, the more that I, same thing, the more that I would attempt to advance, the more that there was a drawing away if certain conditions weren't met. If it wasn't within these parameters, then there was a separation. But it it had to be these set parameters that I had to fall into in order to be let in. And granted, we all have our thing that we've dealt with. We all have our baggage, if you will. I get that. But you do have to, at, 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 to some degree, lower that guard if you're wanting to have this kind of relationship. And unfortunately, that guard wasn't lowered. Um, and sure, granted, there were some situations that could that that could put this guard back up. But on the flip side, some of this was in, interpreted through the eyes of a past experience. So things that weren't were considered to be, and that was another situation. We won't go into that. Um, that's another, that's for another day, another time. Um, but it is a matter of stop doing that. Stop that. I'm not crying. It's um, generally allergies. You'll get me later. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, good. Um, and so, and, and that's, and that's, that's where it was and it sucked, dude. It absolutely sucked. And I never dealt with it. I never, oh my God. I never actually took the time to deal with it. I just went along with it because I had to be fine. I went along with it because I had other responsibilities that I needed to take care of. So I didn't have time to feel. I didn't have time to deal with what it is. And then it was further complicated by the addition of a little one. And so now nothing else matters, right? I will do what I have to do in order to make sure that he's good. And that's just that. You know, I'll do that, but sure. Me, Little Hammer, two peas in a far out pod. Um, <laughs> I love that. It's a, it's, it's a, That's I, adorable. I love, uh, two peas in a far out pod. I got it from Scooby Doo, our favorite cartoon. It's perfect. Uh, and 
you know, but at the same time, he's six. And even though he tries to be my grandfather, he's six. And so the interaction, of course, is different than that of an adult. You know, the understanding is different. And sometimes it's just, ooh, don't you want to go do something because you won't stop talking? Don't you want to go <laughs> and do so and so because you just, you just, you're just, you're just a six year old, right? And, but we, we all desire as adults, we're, I mean, even as children, but we're talking about adults here, we're, we desire that, that adult interaction. And when it's not, it, there's a, there's something missing. You know, there's, there's something missing. And then whenever there's something missing, we tend to fill it with something else. And I put a lot of something else's in that space, which then ended up in things that weren't healthy, things that weren't productive. One of them is work. I tend to be a workaholic. I'm a workaholic. All right, let's just call it what it is. And when it comes to something missing, usually work fills that space. I will get into doing something just as a way of relieving pain and can be good but for me it led to unhealthy amounts of work you know all right well it's three in the morning okay just let me do this one more thing i just need to do this one more thing you know okay you know okay fine make sure you do that go to bed well what i didn't tell you is i know that this one more thing is going to take me three or four hours i know that so while I wasn't, uh, I didn't lie to you, I wasn't forthcoming with all of the information because I knew what the response would be. And so um, I haven't done that recently, by the way. This was way back before I get yelled at. I, I gotta keep an eye on, on chats because it's, it's coming. Um, but that's what I would do. Um, that's what I would do. And so, because what I was doing was I needed something to fill that void because then it also <clears throat> it also led to a um a feeling of being accepted and so if i do all these things they'll accept me whoever they uh, more air quotes are whoever they are they'll accept me and so as long as i do these things i'll be accepted and then with this acceptance comes this interaction I'm looking for. And so, so, so then there it is, right? If I do this, they'll accept me. I won't be lonely. Perfect equation. It just works. You know, you keep it simple and it works. Yeah, no, it was never enough. Or it was, oh, great. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. The end. That's it. <laughs> this, you know, it wasn't more. That's it. Because to them, it was just what it was. It was me who had all this, all this attachment behind it. It was, it was me who put um, strings, attached strings to it in order for it to be something else. And it wasn't, it was intentional. Let's just be straight. It was intentional, but it came from a good place. Intentionally put strings on it to kind of help maybe that string would pull me out of this 
you know, you just take it and you just walk it with it. And I just, you just drag me along. I'm good with that. Just, it drags me along. It pulls me out of that. And at some point we'll talk about it. Cool. But it didn't do that because that's not really what it should have been. And so they, then they, therefore, or from there, okay, so I need to, I need to do more. I need, I need to work more to get them to accept me. And it, I mean, we, we all know what that can lead to. Um, just an un, un, a very unhealthy space, but that was that was loneliness. And then <clears throat> the this loneliness would then sometimes provoke thoughts to go back to things that I came out of just for the sake of having somebody there. It was very interesting. I read a quote today and I wrote it down because it was it applied perfectly. It said don't let getting lonely make you connect or reconnect with toxic people or things. You shouldn't drink poison just because you're thirsty. I like it. Just because just because you're needing that doesn't mean you need to get it from sources that are detrimental to you. And I'm going to stop there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna stop there. That was a, I needed that quote or whatever it was that statement. Mm-hmm. It, I I I think it sets a good puts us in a good spot. I read it again. Don't let getting lonely make you connect or reconnect with toxic people or things. You shouldn't drink poison because you're thirsty. Yeah, I love it. It's like that um that story I told a few weeks ago on stream. Um, the uh, scorpion and the fox, or the scorpion and the frog. You know that one? I don't. No. Um, it's there's a couple of different versions of it. Basically, it's there's a there's a fox and a scorpion beside a riverbank, and um, the uh, the scorpion says to the fox, "Hey, can you carry me across?" And the scorpion, or the fox goes, "No, you'll sting me and I'll die." Yeah, but I'll die too. It's like. So, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take you across. Uh, they start going across, and about three-quarters of the way, the scorpion stings the fox. And he's like, you fool, why did you do that? Now we're both going to drown. He's like, you knew what I was when you picked me up. The same the same thing for the uh, the poison you're drinking. Wow. You knew what it was when you picked it up. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of variations by exactly. Um, so let's walk through your example a little bit, a little bit though. I want to know where, why now does all of that stand out? So you talked about being lonely in a room full of people. You talked about the loneliness felt sort of after this, but where, why now is this something that's and if you want me to start on my part of the thing, that's fine. I don't want to keep tossing it back to you, but I want to make sure we walk through the space. I mean, we have time, so we're not like in a rush here. Yeah, and that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Tell stories and we need to discuss it. Well, when it came up, it came up, and obviously that's why we're here. And I'm in this space now where, well, I've, I've been in, in this kind of situation where I don't like to have feelings well, that doesn't apply. Just feelings um, at all. I don't like to have feelings. Yeah. 
with things like this that I know are issues, I can't keep sweeping them under the rug. Right. I can't just, oh, it's okay. We're okay. Because clearly you're not. Right? Clearly not. I hate, I hate having feelings too. I, clearly not. And so since you have this feeling, let's deal with it. Let's, and here's the thing, right? We're already halfway. I know the source. So I don't have to take the time to figure out where it's coming from. I know it. So then let's let's have this conversation out in the open because not having it in the open is what I've been doing. And it's clearly been not productive because we're still here. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's not as helpful as it could be because it's still happening. It's still doing the same thing that it did before. So let's not do that. Let's not let's not keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. You want a different result, try something different. Even if that result is not what you want, at least you've tried something different. And so, and I have the space to do it. You know, we have this very safe space um, to do it. And at the same time, somebody, at least one person, is helped and bettered by it. And so, fine. You know, let, let's, we want to do it here. Let's, let's, let's do it. Just for the sake of, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of having to deal with this in this way. I don't have to. You know, a lot of this, a lot of the suffering from it, I put on myself for not having this conversation. For not doing this and then like within me, one thing I'm really, really good at. I am really good at going down rabbit holes. It's like the best thing ever. It's absolutely terrible, but I am really good at it. And so from there, there I go, chasing that rabbit. Just further and further down. So how about let's 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 not do that. Let's not let's take what you do. Let's take the hole and fill it. That way, that rabbit off. We, you know, poor rabbit, come out and or don't. That's on you. But I, I just decide I don't want to follow you down that that hole anymore. And if I can at least start the process of filling that hole, maybe I won't ever fill it completely. But at least should I start going down that hole? At some point, I run to the where I, where I started compacting this dirt. Which, can you define though? I'm sorry. Can you define to me what you talk about when you say go down the rabbit hole? Like, what kind of rabbit holes are we talking about here? So, uh, and someone about what what have I alluded to earlier? Okay, so you're in this group. They don't accept you. You mm-hmm. feel like you're by yourself. Well, it's because I'm this. Okay, it's because I'm that. Gotcha. That kind of thing. It's got to be. If everybody else is, if everyone else is accepted in the group and I'm not, it has to be me. So you're filling in the blanks that aren't even blank. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, or at least they're blank for me. Right. You know, maybe they're not, they're not blank, but they're blank for me. And so it just leads to a, a negative kind of thought process because you got to know, because it, it, it doesn't make sense. Sure. You know, at least to me, it doesn't make sense. So as much as my brain, the way it operates, it's got to make sense. It, yeah. It's just got to make sense. It's got to be a reason why 
Um, and that and that because leads emotions me to, are it's, icky, so we have to have a logical progression to why we feel icky. So at least we can focus on the sort of logic chart versus the shit that we don't want to deal with at the end. No, 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 no. Let's let's do a forensic analysis of our feelings instead of actually just dealing with feelings. <laughs> Got it. And and it's never positive. It's never oh, oh they don't like me because I'm awesome. It's because I'm. Do you know what this? <laughs> this is too much awesomeness mm -hmm. for all of them. Too much to bear. and they just can't handle it. Yeah, it's not. It's never that. It is. I am so not awesome, and they are so much more awesome that they can't bear to be with me. You know, they're or they're hoping that some of them. You know, they want me to. They brush past me so that some of their awesomeness will hang out on my sleeve. You know. And then at some point, I'll get enough of them to brush by me and I'll just be covered in awesome. Then I can be like them, right? Uh, you know, that's not them. So, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know if I answered your question or not. No, you did. But um, Sorry, okay, I just well, didn't mean to go off in a rabbit hole, but I needed to understand what you meant. But it's good because, of course, I, I know what I'm thinking. I, I mean, sometimes I don't know all that goes on up here. Sometimes things just fly out of my mouth and they're there. But we need to give context to what we're yeah. doing, especially because some people can't see us. You know, there's that. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely have to do that. So it's, it's, it's real good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I have to talk now? I'm not going to wrap up? I mean, I mean. I thought we did it. <laughs> it's perfect. You laid it out great. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, because I, I, okay, I'll give you a segue. Mm -hmm. How about that? Sure. Because loneliness, exists in different forms i was uh, why are we the same person god damn it <laughs> i was well, just in, in different forms i hate it here i got right, you bye we're done with I... <laughs> I got you i have uh... it exists in many many different forms mm. sometimes um it's physical you know sometimes it's not Sometimes it's something that others create. Sometimes it's something that we create. Even with good reason or with good cause, but it puts us in a, in a place where we either, where we're by ourselves. And from there, we have to deal with that in all of its many different forms. Isn't that right, Sid? Isn't that right? Listen here, sir. Don't you, uh, don't you like throw me a softball like that? No, I'm kidding. Um, ah, fuck. All right. Hit it, dude. Just go ahead no, and hit I, it. I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. So, okay. So first, I want to sort of deal with what you you talked about. Um. I have felt that loneliness of being in a room with people surrounded and being completely alone. It's happened probably more times in my life than I care to admit. Um, so I, I understand that loneliness a lot. I've lived it. Um, so the reason why, for me, this conversation... God damn it, I hate... I, I don't want to walk through this. This sucks. This sucks a lot. I haven't even told you earlier why it sucks so much. Well, I'm here with you. I know. We'll walk through together and we'll do what we do. Loneliness 
can tip can very often be self-imposed because you don't want to deal with the nature of things and I very often will provoke cajole out of people things about themselves that they're dealing with because I don't want to deal with my own. Um, I don't want to burden other people with my crap. So if I can focus on your issues or somebody else's, then I don't have to look internally. And I come from a family of people who do this. So I have really understand I love my parents dearly. But I have on one side a lineage of raging alcoholics and on the other side a lineage of people who will be stand alone in a field sick until the moment they die and fall over dead before saying a word. And recent events and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that like arbitrary like I literally mean it like my grandmother my mother's mother was sick for who knows how long until one day she collapsed at work took her to the hospital and two weeks later she had died she was consumed by cancer no one ever knew about it she never went to the doctor she probably knew she was sick my mother died the same exact way she you're muted, by the way. I think. Are we no? Okay. She, after my father died, uh, took his life in 2007. She did well for about a year. And it went dark for her. Real, really dark. Um, she withdrew from the world. And we sort of all started to see it. And by the time we were going to have kind of an intervention, because we knew something was going on with her, um, it was too late. And she went to the hospital. She was in the ER. She got treatment for a month. And then um, six weeks later, I'm sitting next to her in a hospice, reading her stories, begging her to die, because I couldn't stand seeing her like that. All because she was so afraid of dealing with whatever it was that was there because she was alone at least she felt she was alone she wasn't she had a family that adored and loved and cherished her more than anything but when when you, when i'm in that space when you're in that space it's 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 a loneliness it's a darkness that light simply cannot penetrate you are surrounded by people handing you torches, and all you see is black. And I know it all too well, because for me and my problems, whatever the hell they are, I don't think that they're problems. Like I, to me, like someone's got it worse. So why am I bitching? You know, like why would I focus on anything that I have? Why why would I burden somebody else with that? Why would I talk to you about my issues? Why would I open up about it? Because 
that person's probably got it worse than I do in some way, shape, or form, or, you know what, just suck it up and deal with it, because nobody fucking cares. And... That is a loneliness I've carried with me for a very long time, because it's who I am as a person. I, I, that's, I feel it. I was having a conversation with my brother earlier, and he's the same person. Like, and I'll, I'll explain why I, I had this conversation. So, um, recently I've been, I've been in a lot of severe pain with my back. Um, something that kind of kicked off the end stage of my drug addiction years ago, back surgeries, etc. And, um, I've been so terrified that eventually it would all come back again because the simple fact is that once you sort of damage that area of your body, it will occur again, no matter what you do. And for a long time, I did everything I could to avoid this happening. And recently has gotten to a place where my normal way of dealing with things isn't enough. And unlike normally, I decided to be honest with people because honestly why am i doing this right like why are we having this conversation this little banner above my head what is the point to any of this shit if i'm not going to try to do it in my own life um so i started i told my wife about it and i called my brother and his wife and then let them know and i told some friends from this community because I want to be accountable. I want, I, I don't want to live in that dark, cold, lonely space because that place really sucks. And I don't know if anybody else out there knows what I'm talking about, but it's just boundless. It, it just goes on forever. And I could just imagine what it was like for my mother at the end of her life. And I know what it was like for me when I was at the end of my addiction. And I don't want to be at that place again. I really don't. I, I'm 40 years old. I'm the man that I am. This is who I'll be until the day that I die. But you know the conversation you and I were having a few weeks ago about revisions? I want to revise. I'm so sick and tired. You know, we should have named this goddamn podcast, I'm Exhausted. I'm fucking tired. Not vulnerable. I'm just tired. And I think that's the point of all of this, right? Like, I'm tired of the same records playing over and over and over again. Because we all have them, right? Whatever it is in your life, everybody's got that record that plays. Never skips a goddamn beat. Plays with high fidelity, Dolby 5.0, whatever the hell it is. It just plays over and over again, and I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of all of it. So, today was interesting. I reached out today. I reached out to friends. I reached out to family. I said, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I was at an 8, pain-wise, today. And... For me to say that, it's a lot. I hate sitting here, you know, Mr. Fucking Wannabe Badass. Oh, I can handle pain. Trust me, I can handle pain. I was at an 8 today. It was 
next to unbearable. Right now, I'm at a two. I'm fine. I'm good. Dull roar, whatever. I am sick and tired of not being honest about how I feel. And that level of loneliness, that delightful thing I carried down, I, I want to, I just, I don't, I don't want that brand anymore. I'm tired of that brand of loneliness. So when Hammer said loneliness the other day, and then this whole thing happened, it was perfect. Because I, I suppose with whatever it is, we all sort of, we all sort of deal with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a good transitional point for you. <laughs> well, I, I'll I'll say I'll say two things. I'll say one thing, and then we'll we'll work through that. Um, uh, when I was mumbling, um. Mike was not muted. I was oh. remembering something. Okay. Um, I was remembering because my mother. Now, I mean, that now that you mentioned this trait or this uh, lineage, as you call it, I have that too. Why are we such good friends? It's amazing. Oh my God. I have the, my mother. Um, you know, we all know that, you know, I've mentioned that she passed away in 2013. And come to find out she had some medical issues that we my brother and I weren't aware of that um we were aware of some of them but we weren't aware of all of them and that's what that's that's that 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 was her what caused her to pass away she um she had a lot of heart issues that I didn't know ran in the family and I'm actually finding out how much it runs in the family, actually, because um, it runs in the family much more than I was aware of. And so, uh, well, I'll go ahead and, and go into this portion of just for the sake of that. Um, the day she died, um, she had a heart attack. She went into cardiac arrest. She had a heart attack and went into cardiac arrest. She knew, well, let me back up, let me back up. She had been going through some financial issues um, with, you know, just with everything, because the house we were living in had issues. And, but she didn't want to move because she didn't want to be a burden on anybody. Right. Um, she, did, she didn't want to do that. And so, I need to close this, because that's one annoying. Uh, she didn't want to be a burden on anybody. And so she stayed in the house where it it take it took propane heat which is expensive you know propane and so she couldn't afford it and so she's sitting in a house where she had two electric heaters for the whole house three bedroom house uh because i was i mean that's how we lived growing up so she had one um one in the bedroom one in the bathroom and that was it you know that that was it and so, but as a result, light bill sky high that she did too, couldn't afford. And so she ended up uh, moving in with my brother. Or no, it's not true. He forced her. He literally went and picked her up and said, you're staying here. Mm. And while that was actually beneficial for her, it was detrimental 
to her as well because now she feels like she's a burden on my brother and with her having her the heart issue that she had it it increased her level of anxiety and her level of stress yeah which is what which is what eventually took her out but she knew this because in between the time because and for for the sake of constant context my brother and i don't have the same father and so the day that our mother passed away his dad had passed away five days before then and so he was on his on his way he was leaving to go to philadelphia that day to go get ready for his dad's funeral and i was going to go pick her up to bring her to raleigh uh to be where i am and that was that was the plan and so he'd already told me listen she was having some chest pain just just monitor her um monitor her you know make sure she's okay and so i go to call her when i'm leaving to let her know that i'm on the way and she didn't answer well she was dead then come to find out and so we go through all that i i get to her computer because it's open so she 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 was using it before she passed and because we're trying to figure out still what was what happened me being you know i'm so let, let's check the history her her last searches were symptoms of a heart attack in women god damn it what happens when you have a heart attack what happens when your blood pressure high? she 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 was searching all of these things because she knew what was up she knew what was going on she knew all of that stuff but yet she chose not to, to to she she chose to deal with that on her own without without us knowing because she knew for a fact that the both of us would do something about it and so to not be a burden to not be an, an additional weight she opted to deal with that on her own and look where it got her look where it gets anybody literally why do we waste uh, why do we waste the time and effort to tell each other I mean I've seen it here in chat Peggy said it Everset said it reach out anytime no fuck that why no what happens but if I but if Everset or you said what you're, reach out anytime literally anytime why does that exist let's explore that for a minute why does that happen why because it's not just us i know there's other people in chat listening whatever no i'm not gonna reach out i'll deal with shit on my own yet we know we can't i all right i come from a 12-step group of recovery where you literally can't do it on your own you cannot do it on your own the idea is you are supposed to work with another person or a group of people to recover why in the name of god have we decided simply to just we suffer in silence because nobody wants to deal with our bullshit Tr okay trust that's that's perfect I pr um i personally do yes exactly 
my demons, my exorcism. But you know goddamn good and well, everybody in chat who's saying this shit right now, if somebody who was close to you, somebody who was friends with you, a family member, whatever, you know you would have the fury of a thousand sons if something were to happen and they hadn't reached out to you. Why do we accept it for ourselves? I don't have the answer for it, but I know it's a conversation that we need to have. It, it's so much easier. It is easier. It's just, just you know, I'm, I could leave it there. It's so much easier, period. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah, because we know the fucking end of the sentence. It's a, I, I can tell you all day. I can tell you to I'm blue in the face. And that's the thing, right? Me being blue in the face would be a lot of talking. I can tell you to I'm blue in the face what to do. But it's so much different for me to take that kind of action. Because, you know, I tell you and you just and you go on. If I if it's me, I then have to deal with that. I have to walk through that. As much as I don't like it, it forced me to take a mirror and say, oh, fuck that mirror. Deal. Okay, this is what we have to deal with. Let's do it. You know, if you want to relate it, phasmophobia, <laughs> okay. the mirror, yes. tells you where the ghost is. Right? I mean, looking in this. Yeah. Looking in this mirror tells you exactly where the issues lie. I really, I can't tell you how much I hate that you made that a really good analogy. It, it disgusts me in some way, but God damn it, is it good? <laughs> right? You know, it just, yeah, but no, it does. It's perfect. It's, it tells us exactly where the problems lie. And then we're taught that. We're taught you have to handle all everything on your own because yes. you're the only one that can control it. Bear that You are weight. the only one that you're the only one. Nobody else can do, you know, sure they can do this, you can do they can do that, but at the end of the day, it has to be you and only you. Right. And that's not the case. Why why do we have doctors? Why do we have teachers? Why do we have it's somebody teaching us, helping us do something that we can't do on our own. But when it comes to this space that comes to dealing with us. And the issues that we deal with, nah, no. Can I call? Sure. Do I have the ability to call? Of course. Am I? No. Because again, one, it's that, that thing up there. Mm -hmm. And usually vulnerability is a sign, a lot of air quotes today, a sign of weakness. If you're vulnerable, then you're weak. This is an art for that in contrast to what we just said last week or two weeks ago about it being a strength and a virtue. Exactly. It's it's crazy. The space that, <laughs> that, that, that we live in, that this, that is created because being vulnerable is a great thing, but we're taught it's an awful thing because again, I mean, think about it. 
in the cybersecurity world, let's go here. A vulnerability is a point of weakness. It's a point where intrusions can happen. And it's a it's a it's a spot where just bad things can can result from there. But then that's in that context. You spin that context, and vulnerability is actually a place where the issues that are wrong can be repaired. You know, and that's the space that we need to exist and we should exist in this space that we have here is an example of that. Whereas we're taught any vulnerability, I mean, just any of that, you know, it's, it's a way in for something that you don't want. Mm -hmm. Do we really want help? We do. We don't want the stigma attached to help. I can tell you, I don't, I can tell you right now. I don't, I don't want anybody's fucking help. I never have. I can't stand the word. Um, this is a true story. When I was 13, my mother was saying something. It's there to help you. I said, can we stop using that goddamn word? I said that verbatim. I said, I don't want anyone's help. I legitimately said this. I remember this is a conversation we were having on our way to get pizza or something. We were complaining. I was talking to her about school. I'm like, can we stop using the word help? That's how ingrained in my brain the idea of not getting help for shit no matter what has been so how do we change that narrative how do we how do we change it what do we do therapy okay that's a good answer what else i mean what what other is again we're not therapists we don't have those answers and maybe we don't have an answer right now but I suppose the exercise is to then challenge ourselves to do the things that we need to do. Well, I, I, I'll i say this. Um, the only person that can change our narratives is us. There's there's no one else that can change our narrative. Right? I mean, I don't care what you say this way. What you say, I feel how I feel. Right? And, but then I have to come to a, a, a realization that this isn't working right this isn't working and from there i have to have to be willing to I have to make a change change is difficult change is anxiety uh it produces or can create anxiety and then it's painful on top of all of too. that and yeah and then we're creatures about creatures of habit the things that we've done, we tend to do because they're comfortable. Because, to your point, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't, God, here we go again. It doesn't hurt. It's like bunny ears. We've done this, 
Yeah, whatever. It doesn't hurt because we 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 become adjusted to it. We've got accustomed to it. Anything different hurts. In anything else hurts. So nah, I don't I don't I don't need to. But and, and I think I said this before, and I did last time. Sometimes, and I hate, which is a very strong word, which is why I used it. I hate the fact that sometimes we have to be in a triggered state to make these kind of decisions. Right. No, I agree with that. I mean, you and I have had that conversation. Yeah. I, 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 but my thing with that is it's touch and go in a sense because that triggering, if not careful, can tip you in the wrong direction. It can you know, it can lead you down the wrong path. And so this is usually where it takes somebody else. Oh my goodness. Somebody else. No, stop. Wrong with you. It's, it, this is where usually where that happens. You need somebody Ew. else to say, Hey, wait, stop. Nobody move. Be still. Right. Be still. Instead of this. And all in the presentation, instead of this, consider this. The thing I love and I most dislike about our brains is that we will process everything that we hear at some point. Whether we want to receive it at that point or not, at some point, at some point, we will process what we've heard. And so as much as we don't want to, much as we don't want to hear it in that moment, had a conversation and I'll finish that statement after the, after this had a conversation literally yesterday, yesterday with a guy who called me and said, you know what? I'm tired of the situation. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I couldn't get it. A, a word in edgewise as, as old folks say, I couldn't get one in. Because as soon as I would say um, something, he was right there. Uh, excuse you, sir. Can I address something? I can't sure. get a word in edgewise, as old folks would say. I say that. Well, if the shoe fits. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> the shoe fits. Listen here, young man. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, I'm not too far behind you. I and know. I'm the one who says it. Um, so there's that. So there's talk about shoes fitting. Mm -hmm. um, Coming many different sizes. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. And... Um, there's two things I, I said, okay, two things need to happen. Either we're going to have this conversation or not. Right. And you called me. So you knew what I was going to say. You knew where I would go. So I can't force this conversation on you. If you want to hear what I got to say, because you obviously do, because you call. Let's do that. So we had a conversation. Um, have a conversation about that, and I'm going to keep talking because I'm a hair away from losing my thought. I'm just, I'm almost there. But um, I finally said to him, um, as, you know, well, I said to him what I said, and what was I talking about? <laughs> Getting a word in edgewise. <laughs> I, I, oh, I was doing so good, and I lost it about okay. getting it. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. Yes. Um, 
I was By talking the way, to him. I and... want the audience to know that in that moment, I wasn't paying attention because I'm a bad co-host. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking. We're going on. And I say to him, "What I say that these this is the re- this will be this this result. Uh huh. Hear the results of what it is that you're going to do." And he didn't want to hear that. He was then putting himself because he said, look, I'm going to do this. It's going to send me to jail. And that's fine. I'm good with that. But really, are you? He was intentionally trying to isolate himself from what it is that was actuality. I don't think this is the point, but we'll go with this. He was putting himself in an isolated state. But was wanting somebody to be there with him. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm going to call you to hear what you have to say, but I don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, sir, ma'am, whoever, you can't do both. Got it. Because whatever the brain hears, it processes. Now it's all coming back. And so we're talking, talking, talking. The end of the conversation, he says, I I called you all because I knew what you were going to say. Well, um, I knew that. Um, but in in the moment, in that moment, you didn't want you 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 were all you were in he was in his emotion, he didn't want to hear it. But he knew at the end of the day what was said was right. Mm-hmm. And so out of all of that, out of all of that that went on, the brain processed what it is that was actually said it did its job and this i think the same well i know for the same is true with us um sometimes we don't want to (laughs) i can say for me i mean you've said it sometimes i don't want my brain to process what you're going to say i want to feel how i feel yeah i want you to leave me alone i'll deal with it how i deal with it and that's that because sometimes any emotion that we feel, good or bad, we just want to feel it. It happens. But then at the same time, a good friend told me this. When you do stuff like that, you deprive, you rob, and you remove the privilege that someone else has no. to be a friend. No, no, no. No, shut up. No. No. <laughs> no. Because then it makes me feel bad. I don't like that. I know. Yeah. And so it removes, it prevents, it hinders, it hampers, it goes against everything that they are. As many words as I can use to say the same thing, it doesn't let your friends be friends to you. So then right. why? Why, why are we friends? If you're right. not going to let me be a friend to you, why are we friends? Well, that's just why it. Do you... That's just it, right? Like, why are we friends? Why are we doing this? Like, seriously. What is this predicated on? This podcast. Because we were friends first. We had these types of conversations. And we're like, hey, you know it would be great? Sharing it with other people because this is shit people other people want to hear or should hear. Not that we're geniuses, but we have a couple of good ideas here and there, or at least interesting things to share. 
So, <laughs> but there is that sort of weird space where it's like, I still want to exist in this weird, unhealthy space because it's all I'm used to, but here's this very healthy thing that we're doing too. So I get to live in both worlds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't have And it then way. it is, where did it get me? Well, that's just it too. But, and here's the thing, right? Here's, here's, the, here's the flip side of that. You know me. You, we, we talked about glass half full, glass half empty. We, we did that already. Did that before but the stream, too. And we did, because that's why I have hydration. I know. Um, it is as a result of living in that space that we're here. Yeah. Think about it. Had we, already, had we already dealt with it, we wouldn't need to be doing this. <laughs> this is had fun. We, yeah. <laughs> but we, but we, we dealt in those spaces. We didn't deal with these things. And now here we are. And people everywhere, all across the globe, are dealing with these same issues. Everywhere. And have, and have done the same things that we do. We've talked about breaking cycles we've talked about discontinuing lineages and legacies we've talked about practical things to do this is this is one of them this even for us is a practical step to break the cycle that we have created because i mean it didn't have to be that we didn't reach out i mean that wasn't like a requirement it's not like okay when, when you're born, it is law and gospel that you cannot reach out for help. I mean, I don't recall it that. It was for me. Yeah, no. But it's just you embedded know, in my but, DNA. But it's one of those things that you, you are the product of your environment. And so all you ever know is what you see or what you've been taught. You know, you don't just innately know when I need help, I need to reach out. You know, I just know, you know, I have some emotion and I express it. Babies need something, they cry. It's just how they express that they need something, you know, and because that cry might be, I need to be changed. It might need to be, I'm hungry. It might be, pick me up. It might be, why aren't you looking at me? It could be, stop looking at me. Could be, stop. It could be a number of things. Just, you know, it's just they, them having their emotions and they get it out. And it's up to us to figure that out, what, what, what they need. So, God, why do I do this to myself? I don't know. So, on a Sunday? It's unfair. In my opinion. In my mind, in my mind only, I'll put it this way. It's unfair for us to burden our friends with ambiguity. Where are you, wanna, you going with it? I was say you want to expand on that just a touch. I'm going. I'm Talk going. Talk about ambiguity. I mean, I'm I'm going. Babies cry. What do they need? Do you know right off right off that what they need? No, I mean not typically. Maybe food, change, whatever, sleep. We may not just break out into tears. But especially for those close to us, 
tend to know when something's up. Mm-hmm. Why do we put our friends in such a place where they have to play 21 questions? <laughs> well, but okay, so so stop. So uh, hold on, because that here's where I'm going to disagree with you. The 21 questions things. S- all the well intentions in the world, sometimes topics, especially as they be- progressively become more and more challenging to broach, there is fear there. So there is a reason why people dance around shit. I get it. In the end, you're you're my friend. We love each other. I'm supposed to trust you. However, that trust, especially as those conversations become more complicated with whatever it is that we have to share, especially if it's something that's shameful or whatever, um, that's hard. So that ambiguity sort of exists for a reason. But to the end of my statement, rude, I, this is what I do. I, I interrupt you. <laughs> What's wrong with saying, yes, yeah, something's wrong. I'm just not comfortable. I'm not in the space to do that yet. Because even getting to that space is next to impossible. Right. Because then you've, that, it, because in that moment, you've acknowledged that something is wrong. That in but and of I already know that. <laughs> right. I already know but that. I can bullshit you and say, no, I'm good. I'm just tired. I'm yeah, just not going to work. I, know- I can try. But I, but I already know otherwise. So then why do you deprive me of being your friend? See, I don't like it that you're making it about you. It's rude. <laughs> I'm talking about rude. <laughs> why, you, you know, just just even to know, okay, something is up. That's okay. You know, and you don't want to talk about it. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because obviously if I'm coming to you, I already know. It's true. I already know. So, as much as you want to hide, you know, it's like the kids who hide their face. You can't see me. Right. It's not a matter. Just because you hide your face and you can't see me doesn't mean that I can't see you. You're not invisible because you hide your face. <laughs> says you. No, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> but, it is, but it is okay. Silence is definitely an answer. Absolutely. It, it is. is. 100%. You know, and because again, to your point, you might be ready to deal with that. That's really okay. It is really, it is really okay. All right. So, and so, okay, good. Sorry. It just, it, just, it puts us in a weird space. I think that's my thing. Um, it puts us in a weird space because, to your point, we don't ask for help. Um, but at the same time, we don't, we don't need to suffer in silence. No, we don't. So, so we can't, we can't, we try to have it both ways. No, and we, and, and there's no need to. Right. There, there's no need to. And to go back to the conversation earlier about being exhausted, like, doesn't that shit get tiring? It does for oh, me. God. Because you're putting up this thing that shouldn't exist in the first place. This filter of life. And I get it. Yeah, you know, whatever. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to get it out there. I got other shit to deal with. I got other shit to do. I've got two kids, this, that, and the other. But in the end, it all catches up to you. You can only run for so long or you fall on your face, right? And that's that's the sort of that's sort of like the defining line of this conversation is like is there a balance? Yes. Do I want to call 
my pal here every time something comes up. I stubbed my toe. Mm, did you? All right. You should probably put some ice on it. Fuck off. But if there's a legitimate issue going on, I should trust this man and give him his due as my friend or whoever the trust to say, look, I'm not okay. And for the first time in memory, I did that yesterday with a friend. I told them I am not okay. I, I'm just not. Shit is bad. And I need someone to talk to. And it was and it's somebody who understands what I'm going through. So that's good. It, it always does help to talk to somebody like I'm not a parent. So if Hammer's got, you know, something going on with Little Hammer, probably not the best person for him to talk to. Like I can I could talk as a person, but in the end, like as far as child rearing is concerned, he he shouldn't come to me. Just saying. You know? So you know, there, there's these experiential things that we should sort of talk to other people about the same way. Again, you know, I'm not going to talk to Hammer about drug addiction and he's not going to talk to me about being a combat vet with PTSD. It's, there's just like, there are things there that don't cross over. Um, Perfect. But, you know, we all, and this is, we've had this conversation before. We all talk about so mental health, right? Mental health tags on our channels. Well, so many people have them. Mental health, mental health awareness. All that, none of it matters. It's all just there for, you know, we're trying to be positive, but are we really committed to the idea of it? Um, so my commitment to myself is that, yeah, I, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try. That's all I can say is I'm going to I'm going to try to be a little more accountable to the friendships and the people that care me care about me and my family and my wife. That's 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 what I'm drawing from this conversation. That's what I'm I want to produce from this is that sort of very public thing of saying I will try to reach out and trust as Doc said earlier, people more with that and be okay with not being okay. God, I even hate saying it. That makes me feel gross. Yuck. Cause I am, I'm a man, God damn it. I am fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. Fuck off with your feelings. Yeah. Didn't work out for many people that well. That well. And, and that's where we have to draw that line. You know, we have to draw that line of what do we do, right? We talked about these, I mean, we always seem to come back to that. It, it, okay, so I'm not okay. I'm not okay. What do I do with that? Mm -hmm. What do I do with, because not being okay is okay. It's a start. That is, that is okay. Because it's, it's a realization that something's up. But you, what do you do in that space of, okay, I'm not okay? That's, you know, the, that's where we have to. Ha, ha, because a lot of times it's, I'm, I'm not okay, but I'll be fine. I'm good. And are you okay? 
Because I've said it myself. Are you okay? No. But I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I have done it too. Of course. Right? I mean, how are you? I am terrible. But I'll be But that's fine. okay. Yeah. But I'll be just fine. I'll or even, it. even how are you? I will be fine. I've said that too, which is an indication that currently I'm not. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at something futuristically. Otherwise, I would say I'm fine. I, I, are you doing all right? Yeah, I'll be fine. I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you what you were going to be. I asked you, uh, how are you, like, in this moment? And so it's those kind of things. And because the, it's a way of not dealing with it. It's really what it is. You know, you know, sure, whatever. Yeah, but we, if we want... I mean, let's let's face it. If we want different results, we got to do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to do something different. And a lot of us are aware of the fact that we do the same thing, which is why some of the things we deal with are recurring. Because in essence, we're not dealing with them. We have to deal with them. And it sucks dealing with stuff head on. You know, it would be nice you can deal with from a side and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of yeah, maybe kind of flank it and come around. Yeah, nah. Uh, no. You got to come head on just yeah. like that. You got to come head on and deal with it just like that. And, you know, it's, it, I, I wish that it was like a pool. Let me walk over to the steps and let me, you know, take it one step at a time. You know, you know, sure. Nah. You see that diving board way up there? Head first. And while dealing with it could be steps, you got to jump in to deal with it. The water's cold. I don't want to. The water's cold. It's deep. It's dark. It's, I don't know what's in it. I don't know who's done what. I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of that. But if I want out, if I really want to be okay, or at least start this process of being actually okay. Not, and I'm real good at this, not convincing myself that I'm okay, but to legit, to legit be okay. Because I can tell myself anything. And at some point, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, the sky is orange. I don't care what you say. Once I've made up my mind the sky is orange, I can look up and see sky blue. And nope, that is not blue. Or any shade of blue, it is orange. And which produces what, is that what act- result to you? Exactly. Is it that mm-hmm. it's nothing? It, no. To your point, it's nothing. It's fucking meaningless. Okay, cool. Again, there's right being dead right. I made this analogy a couple weeks ago. I've been saying it for years. You're on the sidewalk, walking down the street, very much in your right to do so. Bus skips mm-hmm. the curb and is coming at you. And you say to that bus, well, screw you. I, I'm supposed to be on the sidewalk. You are not supposed to be coming at me right now. That bus is still going to hit you. So you can be Run right. Slam over. You can be right, but you will be in your, de- in your grave. Correct. Correct. And correct in your own mind. Because mm-hmm. right. the correct, the, the actual correct answer is get Just out of the out way. Of the there's way. a bus coming. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the actual right answer. Mm-hmm. Move. And I don't care where you move to. 
anywhere but move. right where you are. Where you are. Move. Mm-hmm. The correct, the extra. But in your mind, to your point. But I'm right. I'm right. Sidewalks are for pedestrians. That's right. Not buses. Not. not <laughs> <laughs> this sidewalk did not say bus lane only. It did not say that. Exactly. Ridiculous. Where are we? But here we are. But here we are now. So what do you do? And so the biggest takeaway from here, I think, is. And whatever this looks like for you. Don't suffer in silence. I come from a long now family that, of suffering in silence, though. It's hard. It's hard. I'm just going to say it again. It is. Now, what I did not say is this is incredibly easy. No, I know. That's what I failed. You know, that's what I failed to say intentionally. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not. It's not like, oh, okay, sure. You know what? I'm going to call everybody I know because I got, I got a lot of issues. So I'm just, just go down my contact list and just pick random people and say, hey, look, what are you doing? You're busy? Great. Let's talk. I got something I need to tell you. You got to do, you know, no, 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 no. But. Tell someone. Yes. Reach out to one person. There's no need to go at it alone. There really isn't. What, what in this world has ever effectively done? I mean, alone. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I'm going to get a million examples now, but you know what I'm saying. As far as like getting things done, typically you work in a team. Your family, your friends, they're your team. Period. Why have them? Why have anybody in your goddamn life? If all you want to do is work at this alone, why be married? The fuck is the point of that? I mean, you can do so many things alone that you wouldn't need to be married for. Why have kids? What's the point? Your life is your life. You don't need to send off, you know, do all, deal with all that shit with them too. You don't need to have friends. You can deal with it all by yourself. Why have any connection at all? It, you pointed it out perfectly in that. God damn it. That thought left my head. <laughs> you pointed it out perfectly when you said, um, Never mind. Forget it. Move on. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this. A lot of things we think we do on our own, we don't. I mean, let's, I mean, okay. So the clothes that you're wearing, did you make those? No, I bought them though. You know, and maybe somebody did. Okay. Did you make, did you make the thread that, 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 that your clothes are made out of, you know, whatever it's made of. At at some point, you didn't do something like the sheet. At some point, you need to be reliant on other people. Period. Right, or or something. Right. Even if it's not a person, it's something. So at some point, there's some that's not you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So then, and we don't think about that, right? We don't think. Well, I I I bought these clothes. Sure, you did. You 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 exactly right. You did buy these clothes, but how'd you get money? Well, I worked. Well, where did, where did this money come from? Well, whatever. Well, who created the concept of money? You know, you know, th- there's all kinds of questions right. 
can narrow it down to, to the fact that somewhere we have to rely on somebody else to do something. Right. So which brings us back yeah. around to the point of if you are suffering, if you are dealing with something that is simply out of your control, Miss V-Mom who said earlier, my demons, my exorcism, you know, you can't exercise alone like that. You can't. Same way I can't deal with what I've been going through alone because I need help. The same way when I got clean from drugs over 11, I mean, over 10 years ago, I didn't do that shit alone. I, I, I met with professionals and I had people with me in group. And when I left, I went to 12-step meetings. And I had a sponsor and I had friends. You know, we do together what we can't do alone. Well, all of my best... Here, perfect. I'll illustrate it wonderfully. Okay. Hammer, what are you good at? Give me something that you're just really fucking good at. Graphic design. Sure. Just okay. okay. You're a great graphic designer. What are you not good at? What have you tried and failed at? You put me on the spot. Whatever. Just think um, of something that you tried and you failed. Um, Football, sports, whatever, um, something, anything. Oh, yes. I suck at sports. God, I'm awful. Right. So if you're good at graphic design, you suck at sports. Is it possible that you're good at graphic design and you're really bad at solving your own fucking problems by yourself? <laughs> Same thing with me. Because clearly, all of my best thinking brought me to the place I'm at right now, which is, I can't fucking do this alone. I, I, all of my best thinking brought me to where I am, which is suffering in silence. Wow. All of wow. my grandmother's best thinking, all of my mother's best thinking brought them to their graves, literally. Whoa. <laughs> That's not my line, by the way. I learned that all of my best thinking shit in program. Stuff YI. But it's just, it applies. My mind is blown. Mine is absolutely blown. Because it may, I mean, at my, my very best, mm -hmm. at my very best, this is where I am. But I got this. Oh, yeah, clearly. You got this dealt with 100%. Yeah. I got this. Mm -hmm. But at my very best, it brought me here. Good day in the morning. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> I mean, that was it. That's, that was my ultimate point. And in the moment, I, I was thinking about it. Because, again, like, let's see. I'm married to a woman that I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I adore more than anything in the world. I'm. It's a great marriage because I didn't do it alone, right? Okay, I have good friendships. Can't have that alone. Requires other people. I got help off, you know, getting off of drugs, and I learned other skill sets. The shit, the point is, I could go on and on, isn't done alone. So this whole idea of loneliness, that whether it's a rabbit hole that you go down earlier, where it's this sort of self-imposed, I am human garbage. I do not belong. I am, in a, I am alone in a crowd of people. I am an island. Or it's a loneliness where you sort of create this 
cloud around you because you are so ashamed of the fact that you can't deal with life on life's terms or you can't deal with the fact that you have these issues and you don't want to burden other people because they have other problems it's loneliness and it's it's bullshit it's bullshit period in a story so the, again so let's not do that no we've called we've, we've called a spade a spade we call it what it is so, you know, let's let's challenge each other and ourselves to not do that, to not suffer unnecessarily in silence. You know, that's that's you know, that's where we are. And then we have to hold each other accountable. That's that and that's and that's major. For many times I will come to sit and be very vague many it happens all the time why because I don't want him to hold me accountable and what do I end up doing every time every time we got to dig into it so that I can be held accountable so, so that I don't find myself suffering in silence. And so, the, you know, the, that, that's that, you know. And then, how do I say this? Yes, because I had this conversation with somebody before. Um, and, we, and I said this earlier, my name is Russell. And I won't do this often. His name, his name is Chris. Hi. We are two different people who have two different thought processes who interact with people differently. What I cannot expect of, of, of him it's for him to tell me what I want to hear the way I want to hear it. Actually, it's my expectation that he will give it to me the way it is. I may not like it, but my reaching out to him was, oh, he's going to say this. He's going to say this in this way. He may not. That doesn't make it any less right or any less true. I had somebody to tell me once um, in a different kind of situation, but the example applies. I do that a lot. That you didn't say anything because you didn't say this. Well, that's not accurate. Just because I didn't say what you wanted me to say doesn't mean I didn't say anything. And so I can't always expect you to give me what I what I want in the package that I wanted. And rarely is that rarely is that ever a good thing either, by the way. You just hear what you exactly. want to hear from someone. That's not a relationship. That's an echo chamber. Exactly. And so to to the point of if that's the case, I don't need to talk to him that way. I don't need to talk to him. I can just tell myself what I want to hear and, and we're good. Right. 
conversation's done. You know, d- done. And so I can't expect him to to do that. My expectation should be, and it may not be, but the thing should be is I can already get what I want to hear. I can ar- I can get that. That's the problem. <laughs> well, you want That's people, accident. but sometimes, though, I mean, in fairness to that, though, sometimes you do want people to sort of confirm your best thinking in the situation because to have it not confirmed would confirm that you're a fucking asshole when you're approaching a certain uh, problem. But at the same time, do you need to hear that? Right. Well, I agree. I'm just saying. <laughs> and it, yeah. I, I And I get it. But we're talking about real conversations out in the open. You need that. Because here's the thing, right? Got it. So I come to you with, with the situation. You tell me what I want to hear. Wrong. Then what? Mm, well, then you maybe you did. Maybe your idea was good, or maybe your friend is an asshole when you need to talk to somebody else. That's I mean, then there's why no right answer. Listen, just because you're seeking counsel doesn't mean <laughs> the counsel is good. I mean, that goes oh. to a whole other conversation of, you know, who you have around you. <laughs> right, but 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 I think my my main point in in this is, my uh, is that don't always expect that confirmation in a sense right you know the expectation should be that you're going to give it to me as it is and sure it hurts because it might be a um what's what i'm looking for well it might it might be a a crush to the ego might be disappointing might be hurtful because again neither of us ever deal with ego issues we neither of Of us have any ego issues whatsoever Never, ever, never, ever. But I have no. the greatest ideas, right? We discussed this before. We have the, I, I have the greatest ideas, and you have the greatest ideas, mm-hmm. which just, got us to this just point. Ask which, me, I'll tell you. Which is the worst place ever. <laughs> but it's because of my great ideas. Mm-hmm. And you affirming my great ideas, putting me in this bad place. Uh, that's that. But I'm my my thing in reaching out is, I need somebody to give it to me straight. You know, I need to give it to me raw. Otherwise, do, do I do do I do I grow from here? You know, do I grow from a place of you telling me the exact same thing that got me here? Well, and I I hate that point that you brought up earlier. I really really do. It drives me absolutely batshit that deprive the depriving a person of being a friend annoys the shit out of me because that's no that's not something I want to hear. I, I, want, I don't want to hear that I'm hurting somebody's feeling because I'm depriving them of being a friend. No. My thinking is right. I don't tell people my problems. It's how this works. It's, it's the best. Yep. And, and so we're here. Yeah, so we're here. So it's just it's just a lot of... I didn't even realize that was in your chat. Um, what? Interesting. Nothing. Um, <laughs> Let me in on it. <laughs> Yeah, to 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 a point that I was making. I didn't realize that uh, about wanting to be loved the way I want I want to be loved. I didn't realize that. Oh well, let's read it out loud. So V Mom says, sure. "It's a double-edged sword. 
I want to be loved the way I want to be loved. I want to interact the way I want to interact. So if I come to you and you do not give me that to me, I won't make the same mistake twice. Unfortunately, that's not how any of that works. That's Mm-mm. not how relationships work. That's how being a narcissist, narcissist works. And unfortunately, I get it because, you know, it, yeah. Because otherwise, then I have to, it, like, be more realistic about things. And who needs that? Right. And not realizing that's, that's the one I was, I was actually alluding to is I can't, I'm not you. And so, unfortunately, fortunately, that may not always, may not, may not always be the case. But the way that I interact is the way that I interact. Because again, I'm Russell. I didn't, you know, we didn't have the same experiences, none of that. And so, to your point, it just, it just doesn't work that way. It just, it just doesn't. Right. Because you're allowed to have your I mean, own terms in a right. relationship. Of course. But you can't expect 100% of what you want either. You do have to take people for what they are. Right? Like, you do yeah. have to accept certain terms that may not necessarily fit the narrative of what you're looking for either. Because again, you just be talking to yourself at that point, right? That's it. Because you know what you want. And so you can give you exactly what you want. Right? I might here's the thing, I might be able to come close. I might I'm I might be able to do ninety nine point nine nine percent of that of what you want, right? But there should be that point zero one percent that's not. And so then are you making a mistake? Are you actually making a mistake? Or is it a perceived mistake? We have to challenge a lot of our thinking. Right. And that's what... I suppose that's what these conversations are born from, is challenging our thinking. In the it's, end. it's the revisions. Right. That you that, that you and I have discussed. It's revising. It's 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 the right the revising of a lot of things. It's that I mean, I was in school, right? And who wants to go back and look at your essay? Dude, I'm glad that I finished it. You <laughs> proof proofread? No, Dude, fuck all it, that. I already wrote it. It's why are we going back and doing things all over again? It is 11:37. It's due at 11:59. Revise? No. No. You get it as it is. Written it. Done. Even if it's due in two weeks, I'm done. Right. I put. I'm done. It's Why do much, I have to go back and revise? It? Revision takes too much work too, because it, it, especially when it, especially in terms of doing things in a healthier way, it requires. An analysis that's painful because I mean for any number of reasons it's painful you know it's changing how we look at ourselves as people the very nature of who we are right like I'm this I'm this bound up ball of ego and self-doubt and self-deprecation and self-hatred and I'm comfortable here I'm 
going to live in this space because it makes sense. This is cozy for me. When in reality, if I were to revise, no, it's not a good place to be in. It sucks. And the only way forward is to make revisions on how you approach. Well, every, I mean, everything, which is a lot and kind of a half-assed statement, but it's the best I have, which you have to approach everything because how I approach my personal problems, and my personal relationships, I mean, that's not healthy either way. Because again, I'm, I'm also like, in, in a way I'm being selfish too. When I talk to somebody about their issues, it, it, it comes off as like a, oh, I'm being helpful. When really I, I am the narcissist in the moment because I'm making it about me and how I can help somebody else. Right? Like <laughs> that's the shitty, that's the shitty real, real part of that. Cause no, no, no. It's not about what Russ is dealing with. It's about how can I make this about me in the sense that I will listen and I will maybe give some advice. And in that hour long conversation, I don't have to deal with what's in here because in here, that's a, that's a hot mess. Fuck that. <laughs> no, nobody can deal with what's in here. Not even me. Somebody told me that the most dangerous place is that space between my ears. Yeah. Yeah. That's a damn good point, too. It is. The place you don't want to be is there. You can be anywhere else. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't, don't do that. And, I mean, sure. And we've all been hurt. And so a lot of this is self-preservation. Sure. Yeah, in the end, we do have to guard ourselves because, as right. V-Mom has said, like, who at, who at this point, any stage of your life, hasn't been hurt, betrayed, violated in some... Like, there's, there's a tremendous amount of baggage that goes along with this shit. It's not just simply, like, that I was... You know, they coded in my DNA, like, you are garbage, you are not worthy of love, um, and you can't tell anybody shit about yourself. That, like, these also life, ha you know, take, plays a huge role in refining that process of, you know, continuing these terrible narratives. Um, to your point of, like, yeah, y you do have to be careful. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, your walls can't be so fortified that, or it shouldn't be. You don't want your walls so, so fortified that you suffer in silence. Right. And experiences can make you want to do that. You know, you've reached out and been hurt. You've reached out and been hurt. You've reached out and hurt. Screw that. Right? You know, something I didn't think about too, and this is something that I've actually experienced in the past with regard to sharing your problems, you don't know what sharing that with other people might do to help them too. It's a conversation we haven't had yet, right? I mean, think about it. Okay, so you are in good shape. I need to lose weight. If I talk to somebody else who maybe has some physical things, 
Ah, oh, you know, I keep trying these things. I keep trying to lose weight. You know what? Me too. Can't do it on our own. Let's do it together. You not having that conversation are, again, depriving the person of maybe making a positive change in their own life. Perfect example. I, well, I am in pretty good shape and, need, and I need to do a whole lot better. A whole lot better. Um, there was, there was, there was somebody who, who is not in the best of shape, who is not in great shape. And, and just because of the way their, their body is constructed, that's not necessarily anything wrong with them. Just, I mean, we come to not, we come in all shapes and sizes, right? Not necessarily all of our doing. The fact that they were even trying sparked something. It was like, dude, you can do this. You really can do this. And I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. I can do this too. I haven't. And that's a different situation. <laughs> I like the honesty there. Good for you. It's a different situation. Uh -huh. Different situation. But I mean, I have, I have everything. I went and got everything necessary to do that. Mm. And life got crazy. And that's what prevented me, you know, or or was a hindrance. I put it that way. It didn't prevent me, but just got to sort some things out. But it put me in a place where I was like, wait a minute. The very thing that you're that you're telling me, I can do that. And it this was a this was a conversation that wasn't even born out of something that I was we wanted to talk about. It just came up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do this right now. And got everything in place to do that. And so that person having that conversation randomly, actually, it sparked, ignited that flame in me and was helpful to me. And when I get going and get really on, it's going to be a whole lot more helpful. Because how about this? Not realizing it, the Army has, and they have a new fitness test that they've been piloting for a while, but it's changed again. And I'm like, hey, I can't do that. <laughs> how many pull-ups? You, you have to do what? Thank you they got rid of that. Because oh, it, it was a thing. And I was <laughs> like... It was well, the new thing was a leg tuck. I was like, sure, the minimum you have to do is one. I'm six four. You want you want me to hang from a bar <laughs> and bring my knees to my elbows? Do you know how long this, of a distance this, that is? <laughs> do you do you understand? And, and I'm still hanging, and all in the meantime. I still have to, I have to pull myself up and then I'm good. Nah. So they took it out. Great. Perfect. Replaced it with a plank. Hmm. Oh my God. Are you serious? There's something. For how long? Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. So I'm thinking, okay, so th these are the, this is, this is real life. Like, so I, I have, there is no options to just not, I have to do that. And so, but 
this conversation inspired me not knowing the new changes that would that would come that i need to that you need to get on it and not that you can't do it mm. you really can you really can and so it's it's now it's now it's up to me you know it's it's up to me to put that in, in into action and so to your point having that that conversation sparked at least initially um you know it, it sparked a change in me i mean you talked about the last time team innocent that's right 100% innocent. I mean, we we know what it did for me. Everybody in chat's going to leave, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and this was and it was just conversations about where are you? <laughs> How old are How you? How old are you? These were I mean, it was it wasn't even a a deep conversation, but it was these kinds of conversations that did something for me yeah so and and i'll say this um somebody in my chat said that in order to change your reality you have to change your perception so let's marinate on that for a moment what does that mean the way you view things is how you experience them right so, pause for a second. So to your point, Alien, in chat, the reason I do that is because it makes things... When you laugh, it's about understanding. It's about common... Like, you can laugh... Gallows humor. When cops laugh at the horrible shit that they laugh at, it's because it diminishes the very pain whatever it is I won't repeat it because it's a bad joke really awful but the night my father died before the police took his body out of that like out of the house whatever my brother and I were sitting on the curb we were having a conversation and I think it was me who said it and he laughed at this horrible joke about my father. And can I tell you that the two of us laughed for two minutes straight? Not at the joke itself, but how awful it was. You need that. You need that to cut because without that laughter, without those, those, I mean, holy shit. You know, you, you do. You need that kind of thing. At least I do, okay? I mean, other people could look at me like, you're an asshole. I mean, what am I going to do? What are you pointing at yourself for? You need that or am I an asshole and you're saying that you're that yeah. person calling me that? <laughs> I need that too. I mean, I, I, throw, I throw it in there periodically, mm -hmm. you know, just because it is. It's one of those things you, you, you got. I mean, look, there's some heavy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just keep throwing heavy stuff on heavy stuff right. on heavy stuff on heavy stuff something good lord something's got to cut through that uh -huh. and so it's got to be in there somewhere and I, I, I also think it's a sign of 
the realization of how important, how heavy, how intense the conversation that you're having. Because you it makes you realize, okay, we need to, we, we got to break this up. You can only take it in, in, in so many yeah. chunks. Um, because then it becomes overwhelming. The pain is, it just becomes too much. And then, and then, okay, I can't deal with any of this. You know, so it takes that, 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 that is your ray of sunshine, if you will. Mm. That's your ray of sunshine. And it might be narrow, but that's at least, that says, you know what? But I can make it through it. This is what it is. I will not deny that this is what it is. But I can make it through it because of that one ray of sunshine. Something, right. even in the horrible joke, I can laugh. It just makes it just it gives me a chance to express a different emotion. Right, because you're because your brain you're taking a a physical and mental beat. Like you've got this whole thing going of some serious awful shit, whatever it is. Yeah, and there's only so much. That your brain can deal with and process at one time where you need that sort of physiological like ah that thing of like releasing some of that energy because otherwise as you said like yeah it'll take you apart not that you okay yeah it's just it's just it's just it's healthy yes it, it's healthy and even if what you're laughing at maybe it's not maybe you know not. you know Sometimes when we get in weird spaces, stuff just flies by mouths, right? It just comes out, uh, and and maybe it's maybe it's not the right thing to say, the mm-hmm. right thing to think. But if nothing else, it puts you in a place to transition into a different place. It right. provides you a transitional period, perfect, so that you can there you go. So, so you can get through. Oh, or even going back to dealing with what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. it, it makes it just a just a hair. Even if it's just a hair, a hair lighter, right? A hair less intense, and and that could be the very thing that keeps you going. That could be the catalyst, the 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 catapult, the whatever, the push, the that 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 gets you through. So I I I think that's one hundred percent important. Yeah, it is one hundred percent important to have that. It is. All right, so let's so, let. Well, good. No, it's no. just no. All I said was whoa. No. It just it's it's a, it's just a lot. It is a lot. Um, we we've been all over the place tonight. We have. Well, that's why I was going to kind of try and bring us together and sort of get to a place where we we got to wrapping up because one of the problems that we don't want we we want to avoid is retreading the same ground and you know hit keep hammering the same conversation over and over again. Exactly. Hammer them. Yeah. So we talked about, we didn't talk about definitions because we didn't need them. Um, talked about this two separate sort of case studies in this whole, uh, this whole conversation of loneliness and our way through it and all the complexities that make us the people that we are in terms of being alone. And now we've sort of ended up where we know where we're going to go forward because I, I said that I have promised to be more open and honest, more vulnerable again to point up to our little banner here. Vulnerable. So, yeah. I will not deprive my friends 
the privilege. No, I I saying it with a bit of a smart ass, but I'm not. Like I mean that. Um. But I think this is as good a time as any to probably start wrapping up. So I mean, any. I like to. I don't want to. I want to avoid any conversations that relate to giving dispensing advice because that's not at all what we're here for. Uh, outside of talk to a professional, um, because that's the message that I really want to convey, and I and I mean that for a number of reasons, not just the CYA thing, um, but in the sense that like professionals are there for a reason. They are somebody who is outside of your situation, who are clinically trained to deal with the shit that you you are giving them, and can help you process it in as healthy a way as a healthy a way possible so you can move forward um but i guess to hammer's point and to mine trust your circle enough to be vulnerable with them to share with them you know to don't just go for the positive share with them the negative too you know you're not a burden you're not we all deal with shit. And you know what? If if you think you're if like if you're like me and you think your problems aren't problems, that's okay. It's alright. Do it anyway. Reach out anyway. Because you need to. Because again, my best thinking brought me to right where I am. Ashamed of the fact that I feel shit. Ashamed of the fact that I have problems and I don't want to share them. Well, guess what? Strike out the word vulnerable and say I'm tired of this shit. That's a new title of this place, this thing. I'm tired of this shit. So that's sort of my final thoughts on this whole thing. You. Uh... <laughs> I'm laughing because I was going to say a statement uh -huh. and I thought about how somebody, how somebody said the statement and they didn't say it right. I was going to say you hit the nail on the head perfectly and you did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The person said that you hit the nail on your head. <laughs> but you did. You hit the nail on the head. I'm not, I won't, I don't want to dilute that um, at all. It just, it is, it is what it is. It's just that. So, yeah. One final um, thought I want to, I want to get out there. This mental health awareness thing, that this, this trend that exists, if you believe in mental health awareness, sorry, I have to change something really quick. If you believe in mental health awareness, believe in your own as well. Mm. Believe in your own mental health as well, because for the love of God, wow, it's just as important as reminding other people. How do you do this to me? I don't know. Wow. This, this is our friendship? What we do? It is. Wow. Okay. Uh, I hate it here. Whoa. <laughs> wow. You can't hate it here. You're stuck here. You're not allowed to quit either. What? And why is. Okay, so why does that hit me so hard? I don't take care of myself. 
I just don't. I know that. I don't take care of myself. And I just don't. And so it's very important that my physical, my mental, my relational, my emotional, it's just as important as anybody else's. And that applies to everybody. It's important. It so is. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. All the way around. Take care of yourselves. That's did, it. Did we do it? I think we did it. Dude. I think we did it. We did it. I think we did it and did more. <laughs> yeah. It was a rocky start. Not going to lie. That was fun. I enjoyed that. That was great. <laughs> But but we all we always come. I mean, the thing is, is always coming full circle. It, yeah. It's always a rocky start because we got to have this conversation. Yeah, you know, we got. But 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 we did it. So uh, I'm pleased. Um, I am. Can I address something really quick? So clearly, Let's we're do not it. done because Peggy said a, a thought that was on my mind. Um, yeah. So Peggy says. And that can hit especially hard when you're a parent and you're realizing that it's the example you're setting. And I'm not a parent, but I was going to make that point because Hammer and I had that conversation last week when it came to self-doubt. And yeah, that is the example you're setting. This is what, this is what your father does. This is what your mother does. I, I mean, it's what I learned, right? I learned from a guy who I considered to be my hero who other people looked up to. I mean, he couldn't have hated himself more if he wanted to. If he wanted to make the effort to hate himself more, he couldn't do it. He hated himself that much. So that was, that's what I learned from. So, there. There it is. It's a real thing. It is. It is a real thing. It's a real, it's a real thing. And just something to consider. Something to really consider. That, that and, even, that, and even it's not just parenting. No. You know, sure, that's one of the biggest ones, maybe. But anybody who looks up to you, clearly we're not done here. Anybody not. who looked up to you, you know, and that's fine. People, people looked up to you. Um, I, I, I've said this, and it blows my mind, that... And I don't know any other way to say this. I'll just say it the way I know to say it. For, you know, for with me, especially with this community that, whatever, community that I have now, people, in a sense, hang on, hang on the words that I say. And so I have to be very careful what I let come out of my mouth mm-hmm. or even what I, dis- even what I display. Because there are people looking up to me to see that and then will pattern themselves after that. And so all of us, I don't care who you are, somebody look to you for something because you don't exist in a world by yourself. And even if it's just in a split second, just a brief moment, somebody's looking to you for something. What, what, what are we giving them? I don't think it's getting better than that. 
Ooh, okay. I'm glad I needed to hydrate. <laughs> to replace something, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's good better than that. A lot of onions. <laughs> a lot of onions. Yeah. So let's try this again. I think we did it. I think we did it. I think. Thank you, Peggy, for no, for real. Thank you for yeah. for putting that out there because it forced me to to say it and yeah for us to talk about it. But um, it's okay to not be all right. It's okay to reach out. <laughs> reach the reach out, and I'm saying that to myself and to you guys. Come to me. And to you. All right, Hammer. I'm going to... Uh, let's tell let's Mandel, Mandel's you tell no her. cutting onions for dinner. Don't cut onions for dinner. Don't cut onions for dinner today, for tomorrow, for That's next right. week. Stop cutting onions. Don't Put your knife away. Put your onions... At least put them in the refrigerator so you don't have to do whatever. Let's get out of here, dude. <laughs> let's do it. I'm going to go find myself a raid target as soon as I unpause my... Thank you for coming to Chris and Russ's podcast. We are so happy that you could join us. Take care of yourselves. Be good to your hearts and have a good evening.